1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me tonight. Welcome to Unhingedville as well. And I'm not referring to myself. I'm rarely unhinged. Most of the time, I'm, I'm, I'm fully hinged. Joining me as always out here in Unhingedville is the man who's always hinged. I, I'm, I'm starting to get confused on what is hinged and what is unhinged. And that's none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. And if you see DJ Carrot Sticks, you see the crowd. Who knew Maxine Waters was a DJ Karatix fan? I know, right? She's digging on you, baby. Whew, good thing you got Mayor Maxine, the mayor of Unhingedville, in your corner. Because otherwise, she might be calling out the angry mobs to come and run you out of town, baby. And crack the whip on you. Hey, if you want to be a part of the show, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter. And uh, if you're watching and commenting on Facebook Live, we appreciate that. And I try to find some time throughout the show to read the comments. And you guys are really the smartest people out there. Speaking of smarts, I got some smarties joining me in Unhingedville tonight. I got Jen Kearns who's going to be here to answer the question as to whether or not all this bad press that the mainstream media has been uh, leveling against President Trump, whether or not that's hurting him in the polls. And she's got some interesting mid-year projections on that. And then a little bit later in the show, America's sheriff's going to be here wearing his Stetson. I'm not sure if it's actually a Stetson that he wears, but y'all know I'm referring to the man, the cowboy, America's sheriff, David Clark. He's actually going to be here, and he's going to answer what he's going to do, what his plans are, if he's surrounded by a mob at a gas station. Uh, Something tells me that uh, the well-known and recognizable Sheriff Clark ain't got to worry too much about people coming up and surrounding him, one of uh, Maxine Watts. Because, see, these are the type of mobs that always like to go after the weak. You know, they always like to go after the vulnerable while pretending to be the party that takes care of the vulnerable. Of course, we know uh, if they really cared about the vulnerable and the weakest among us, uh, babies, if they really cared about them, they wouldn't be uh, continuing to want to fund an organization that murders babies and shreds their parts to be sold uh, like uh, um, tires off off of an automobile. Of course, what we're all referring to is uh, what happened after, you know, we had Press Secretary Sarah Sanders and her children, her children. While the left is yammering about caring about children of illegal aliens, they are literally humiliating and kicking children out of restaurants. And not only that, they actually followed Sarah Sanders and her family, a a mob of them did, to another restaurant. Then uh, this is after the DHS secretary was uh, attacked by a mob at a Mexican restaurant. Pam Bondi, the attorney general of Florida, was verbally assaulted by a mob at movies. She says if they had had a weapon, she is convinced they would have used it on her. And did you guys also hear that a D- another DHS employee had a burned, a dead, burned animal carcass left at her home? This, by the party of people 
that are, are masquerading and acting as though they care about women and children. And what's the, what's the left's response to all these attacks on women? Because these are all women. These aren't Sheriff Clarks that are going after. What is the response? A woman, Maxine Waters, a minority, on a microphone with her dog whistle calling for more mobs to attack, inciting violence, inciting rights. Nothing different than what Michael Brown's parents did in Ferguson, and they were charged with inciting violence. Now, Judicial Watch has called upon the House Ethics Committee to do something about Maxine, but, you know, we would have to have a a house actually with some ethics. Where's the Republican Party today? I didn't see the Republican Party come out and say that this is absolutely unacceptable in this country. We have a, a congresswoman paid by the taxpayers, and she is actually calling for people to surround and threaten and verbally assault. That's assault on people. That's what she's calling for. This is unacceptable. There is a war literally erupting on the streets of America, and the battleground is everywhere. We know that they've been waging this cultural Marxist war on us through the schools and through the media, but now there's literally no difference, no daylight now between the Democrat Party and Antifa. They couldn't win with lying. They couldn't win with spying. They couldn't win with cheating or even deep stating. No, they couldn't win with any of that. From They can't win on their agenda. They got to lie. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. They couldn't win with spies, putting spies in the Trump campaign and paying spies to write smears and lies so that they could go to a FISA court with lies. They couldn't win with their deep state Trump-Russia collusion coup attempt. Couldn't win with any of that. Can't win that. So now all they, all they have is to try to literally terrorize conservatives and Trump officials in order, with a, with a goal, order to get them to go to Trump and try to get them to comply. This is domestic terrorism going on in our country, and it cannot stand. But here's the good news. There are many. I'm starting to spend a little bit more time on Twitter, and there's actually a trending hashtag tonight, uh, today, that I guess has been going on for a little bit. It started a couple weeks ago that's very encouraging to me. And that's one reason why I want Jen Kearns to be here, because the the Twitter hashtag that's trending is walk away. Every time the left hashtags me too while they're attacking women, we win. Because this hashtag is about all the Democrats that are leaving that party because they're watching this hypocrisy, the hate, and the tyranny that's going on. Every time they attack children like Sarah Sanders' kids or uh, Barron Trump or Don Jr.'s four-year-old girl while they're crying over illegal children, we win. More and more and more, the Democrats have exposed who they are, and there are good-hearted Americans in the Democrat Party that are saying enough. Enough of this. And they are walking away. And we need to make sure, as President Trump is doing, going out and rallying, getting the good news out there for what he's done economically for this country and what he's trying to do to keep us safe with our border security. We need to make sure that we get the good news out there, that we show these Democrats who are walking away a reason to not just walk away from the Democrat Party, but to join us conservatives. We need to help them understand why the economic policies, why the national security policies on the part of conservatives, why that's best for every American. It's not about labels anymore. That's why, and one of the reasons why they're so hysterical is because they know that Trump won by winning over Democrats. They don't want anybody to walk away, but we want them to walk over to us. And hey, don't you go away because we're going to be right back. More Andrea K. Show coming up. 
Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. This report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. You know, one of the great challenges that prospective pre-retirees have is the allocation of their funds. So after some study and some time, Wells Fargo started the very first of what has come to be known as the target date funds, where people could select a particular fund inside their 401k based on what has now become to known as their glide path. So if you are intending to retire in the next five years, you might buy a target fund 2020 or 2025. Call me for your retirement planning consultation. 800-727-PLAN is my office number here in Mission Valley. 800-727-7526. You can also go to my website, theretirementprofessor.com. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I am the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. I'll be back with you right here on these very same Salem network stations. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass a refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts star 11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair 
back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-1-1 to 85850. AM 1170. The answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all with me. 888-344-1170 if you would like to join uh, the program. I know if you all are watching uh, f- via Facebook Live right now, you're, you're looking at me like, what the what is she doing? I love my earbuds at home. I had to go old school with my earmuffs. It's not working out very well. But anyway, uh, super excited to have my girl Jen Kearns uh, back with me. Um, uh, Jen, I got to tell you before we get into some poll numbers, um, I'm looking at some of the monitors here in um, the radio station here, and big news on my uh, local TV station. They're just celebrating the fact that Saudi Arabia is just so fabulous because they're letting women drive over there now. I guess we're just supposed to celebrate that and forget the fact that in Sharia they stone women uh, for being raped and cut off the genitals of little girls, right? <laughs> Sorry to hit That's you with that right, right out the gate, but I was struck by it. Yeah, that's all right. You know, I've had friends who have lived and, and grown up actually in Saudi Arabia, Americans whose, you know, parents were diplomats. They moved there when they were five years old. They they think this is actually quite significant, and, and it is. Uh, look, that part of the world is the last part of the world to come along on some of these cultural issues. I think uh, in the spirit of Trump and his recent deal with Kim Jong-un and North Korea, uh, I try to look at the positive side and say, look, at least they're moving in the right All direction, right. even though they're not uh, not as quick to it as, as we have been, most certainly. Well, that's actually a good point. Um, one of the reasons why I did want to touch on that a little bit is because uh, the same woman, uh, Maxine Waters, who has actually called for mobs to assault uh, Trump's Trump uh, um, administration officials, and, and let's be honest, it was um, you know also a call to really anybody to uh, all liberals to attack conservatives. In my opinion, uh, that's the same woman who was at a mosque in Orange County here in uh, a few years back, uh, telling them in the mosque that only a bigot would vote against Sharia. I just really wish that the left in this country w- was willing to fight as hard against an ideology of hate that does stone women for being raped and under Sharia in which homosexuality is is banned and, and criminalized and actually subject to death in some in Islamic countries. I just wish the left was willing to uh, fight as hard against that as they are against conservatives in this country. Yeah, you know, it is interesting to look at all of the energy and all the hatred that they point toward conservatives when they could actually point those toward the people who do real harm uh, to others. And, boy, Maxine Waters really did jump the shark over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, it shows you it, it shows you what's going on in, in your state of California, though, that, that she can hold a campaign event in Los Angeles and nobody in her own party called her on it over the weekend. It took Chuck Schumer until today to take to the Senate floor. I understand he did so this evening condemning that behavior. And boy, I was actually pretty surprised by that. It's usually everyone on the Democratic Party sings off of the same page in the same songbook. I was really surprised to see Chuck Schumer say that. And here's what I do know about Chuck Schumer. Well, two things, actually. One, you should never be between a news camera and Chuck Schumer because you will get trampled. (laughs) And number two, Chuck Schumer will never take to the floor and never criticize another Democrat unless the issue is polling 
terribly. And so what I think you see here, and I'm always interested in the polling numbers, uh, especially in the midterm year, I think that Maxine Waters' numbers did not play well. And here you have the Democratic Party. Uh, and I hate to hate to interrupt our opponent while they're making a mistake. You know, that's the number right. one political role as a consultant. <laughs> but here's the Democratic Party had a pretty good week last week. They had the Trump administration on the ropes, at least from a messaging perspective on this immigration and separation of families at the border. And here goes Maxine Waters out of the gate over the weekend and completely steps all over the momentum that the Democrats were having. And I think that's really what the combination of Chuck Schumer was all about tonight. Not that Chuck Schumer doesn't agree with Nancy Pelosi, because I would be willing to bet Chuck Schumer has had some of the same thoughts Nancy Pelosi, or, uh, Maxine Waters has had. Uh, he just doesn't like that those thoughts saw the light of day, uh, that they're now being covered by the media, uh, that there is such a thing as conservative talk radio, such as your show, and that there's such a thing as Twitter, uh, which we didn't have, by the way, uh, 10 years ago uh, mm-hmm. when I was a spokesperson of Prop 8 in that state of California, uh, was harassed mercilessly, could not go anywhere, had my own uh, home address as a single woman put out on the Internet by the Daily Co's wow. left website, had people breaking into my home. My car was spray painted in my driveway during that campaign. Wow. And the list goes on and on. The death threats, you name it goes on and on and on. And that was before Twitter. That's before anyone who was in the conservative space Mm -hmm. had people that could go out online and really have their back. So it was a very, very lonely place. Uh, But the good news is we always had the support of San Diego, whether it was Pastor Jim Garlow, Mm -hmm. whether it was Miles McPherson at the Rock Church, Mm -hmm. whether it was the Mormon Church, whether it was the Catholic Church. I have to tell you, I have such great feelings about the people of San Diego because back then, 10 years ago, when the left was harassing us like that. Uh, we didn't have Twitter. We didn't have some of the tools that the conservative movement has today. Yeah. And I'm, I'm always appreciative of that. Well, speaking of Twitter, I was talking before the break about um, the hashtag uh, uh, walk away. I don't know if you're familiar with that. And it's there's Democrats just using this hashtag. A gentleman, a uh, Democrat who started this movement a couple of weeks ago, you know, the there are Democrats peeling off because they see the hatred, the hypocrisy. They see that while, you know, this, this is a party while claiming to care about children, ran a woman and her children out of a restaurant and as a mob followed her down the street. They see that the Democrats have basically are calling to put signs up at restaurants, Democrats only, uh, hearkening back to the days in which black people couldn't sit at, at the counter at Woolworths. You know, that uh, they're showing yeah. up, they're showing up at houses now. You know, I mean, what's next, burning crosses? You know, and so, I, I you know, I'm, I'm excited to see or encouraged to see that um, the, the Democrats are really just exposing themselves, you know, for who they are. Um, I hate to interrupt an interview with you, Jen, but I want to bring in this caller who's actually, she's a lady from San Jose who's originally from Venezuela, and she wanted to chime in and talk about immigration. I thought I would take her call while you're on in case it's something you might want to chime in on. Sure. Hi, caller. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. What's your name? Mi nombre, oops, sorry, English. My name is Ada uh, A-I-D-A Crosby, C-R-O-S-B-Y. Hi. What's, um, we've got a few minutes left. What's your, um, what's your comment, Aida? Well, number one, I am from Venezuela. I came to the United States in 1988 under um, a student visa. I am Mormon, LDS, went to Brigham Young University, came to San Jose. My husband brought me here. But what I need to say is something that the 
people in the United States that do not speak Spanish, they are completely unaware. And that is that in 2008, the Venezuelan government, which is not Venezuelan, is Castro-Cuban communism. They invaded Venezuela, took over Citco Petróleos de Venezuela, managed to install Smartmatic in California is known as Sequoia. It's an electronic voting system owned by the Castro Communist government of Venezuela and is installed on 16 states in the United States. The county where I live, Santa Clara County, has that system, Sequoia system, and is owned by the Venezuelan government. How is it possible that a Castro Cuban communist government has managed to install electronic voting system they have proven to be managed uh, through the internet uh, um, from far away from England because the headquarters is supposedly in England um, managed to change the voting anywhere where it's installed that's a great question I got to interrupt there uh, Jen I hadn't heard about this that the Venezuelan ca- uh, communist government has installed a voting system here in our country you know I haven't heard of this particular instance, but but I do remember being back in the Secretary of State's office in California uh, also some 10 years ago, actually about 12 years ago now, uh, when the Diebold machines first came online. Those were the online electronic voting uh, systems. Um, actually, not online. They're just electronic voting systems. My understanding of the systems, and I could be outdated on this, but my understanding of the system is they cannot be controlled online by some central computer There are a number of uh, cards, for lack of a better word, a disc that has to be inserted still by your local registrar of voters. So in San Diego County, you go down to that registrar. They actually control the cards that that get put in. They control the chain of custody on those. So so there's not really an online system. There's no central computer uh, off-site somewhere that could actually change the vote tallies. Now, unless that's changed uh, in the 12 years since since I've been involved in that uh, and overseeing those, um, it's possible that could have changed by now, but this is the first I've heard of this particular instance. Well, we'll have to ke- we'll have to do some research on that um, because I'm I'm curious to know more about that. And the minute I have left with you, Jen, thank you, caller, for I appreciate your calling in. Um, speaking of elections, midterms coming up. Uh, what's the latest polling? How are we looking here? I mean, how much damage was done uh, in the bad press last week? Well, here's the interesting thing. Here's the twist. There's a new Rasmussen poll out. Came out late Friday. Uh, an article on the Hill. Uh, tomorrow on it. The interesting thing is here, there's an interesting thing happening with independents. So Republicans still sticking with Donald Trump, about 82% say that the parents are to blame for the separation at the border. If the parents wouldn't be coming here, then the kids wouldn't be separated from them. 82% of Republicans still hanging with Donald Trump on that. But here's the interesting number. And as a political consultant, I always look at the independent voter numbers. Uh, overall, it says 54% of likely U.S. voters say the parents are more to blame for breaking that law. Um, at 82%, as I mentioned, Republicans hanging with Donald Trump on that issue. But here's the kicker. 56% of voters, Andrea, who are not affiliated with either major political party, these are the independent voters, declined to state voters, 56% of them also agree that the parents are to blame, that Donald Trump is not to blame. And the list goes on and on and on. Um, In fact, uh, 54% also say uh, they agree with President Trump when he says the United States cannot become a migrant camp. We have to turn those folks back in the border. 54%, very high number. 
breaking that 50% threshold. Democrats barking up the wrong tree here, I do believe. Oh, well, your article is out tomorrow, isn't it, on the Hill? Yep, sure is. All right. Thanks so much for being here, Jen. I appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Now, stay tuned, because coming up, we got America's Sheriff David Clark, who's going to be here. Don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming right back. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one-year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. Message and data rates may apply. Texting and rolls for recurring text messages. <sighs> nice game. Man, you're really playing hard today. Yeah, shows what a great night's sleep will do. You know, since I started using Z-Quiet for my snoring, there's no more waking up getting elbowed. And no more moving to the couch in the middle of the night. You know, for the first time in years, the snoring's gone. And my wife and I both wake up feeling great. It's amazing. So easy to use. And it worked the very first night. I'm Dan Webster, co-founder of Z-Quiet. For years, I was off my game due to snoring. My wife Trina and I were desperate for a solution. And we found it with Z-Quiet. There's nothing better than waking up feeling rested, happy, and best of all, in the same bed. So if you're ready to score extra points in the bedroom, get Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet fits both men and women, and right now you can try it risk-free for a full 30 days for just $9.95. Just text SLEEP to 246810 or go to com. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com. 
United American Mortgage, NMLS number 1942. Subject to credit approval. Some restrictions apply. Don't overpay for your VA loan. Here's veteran Sonia Hadley honoring your well-deserved benefit. It really bothers me when I see active military and veterans, especially older veterans, overpaying for their VA loan. I spoke to a couple of retired Navy pilots. They were both in their 80s. They paid over $16,000 for a rate that shouldn't have cost them any points. Another veteran is paying four and a quarter percent for a loan I could have got him for 3.75%. That half percent could cost him over $100,000 over the life of the loan. That is not okay. That is not how we should treat our veterans. If you don't call Sonia, you're paying too much for your VA loan. Don't get too deep in the process with another lender without a second opinion from Sonia. She even comes to you. Call me at 833-MY-VA-LOAN before the rates go up. 833-MY-VA-LOAN. That's 833-MY-VA-LOAN. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Y'all know I'm not a huge fan of country music. I mean, I like a little bit, but, you know, I don't play it a whole lot on my show here. But I have to play it for this cowboy here, my favorite cowboy. He's America's Sheriff David Clark, who joins me. Welcome back to the show, Sheriff Clark. Andrew, I appreciate it. Thank you, and uh, hello to your listeners. All right. Sheriff Clark, the immigration battle rages on this week, and the left is so enraged over a president who's simply trying to enforce the laws of the land uh, that they are using fake pictures. They have resorted to kicking Sarah Sanders out of a restaurant. And now we have Maxine Waters literally calling for mobs to harass members of the Trump administration, like what happened to Kirsten Nielsen, just because they simply don't like our president enforcing the laws of the land, which, oh, by the way, Sheriff Clark, was what one of the chief reasons why he was elected to secure our borders, to keep America safe again. Exactly. Exactly. It's his duty to do that uh, when he takes that oath to uphold the Constitution. And also he has a, a very profound duty to uh, protect this country, protect its borders. Look, the sovereignty of the United States is important. If you're going to be a sovereign nation, you have to have borders. You have to be willing to protect and defend those borders. Now, I know that has not been uh, the case that much with prior presidents. However, that doesn't mean that this president, Donald Trump, uh, should do likewise. In fact, what happened last week was nothing more than an ambush. I call it a political IED by the left, a roadside bomb. Metaphorically speaking, you know, it pops up out of nowhere. And then there's this this mass uh, assault that takes place following because this had really nothing to do with immigrant children. It had nothing to do with illegal immigrants crossing into the country. It was a pretext to get at Donald Trump's enforcement of the border. Look, he's enforcing long-established law that's been on the books for uh, some time. Courts have approved it. The Flores, uh, Reno versus Flores case, I think it was 1993. Uh, the court approved a consent decree between the Justice Department uh, that indicated they could hold illegal immigrant children up to 20 days and no longer pending the processing of their uh, illegal parents. And then it had to process after that that if the parent is in custody, which they are for the uh, federal misdemeanor of border crossing, then the child has to be turned over to either uh, another parent, a relative, or some approved child care facility. So this is all in place already, and that's all the president was doing. You know, there's just no way that you're going to be able to control illegal immigration unless there are sanctions, unless there are consequences, and unless there are things that would dissuade people from making that dangerous trek uh, from Mexico across the border into the United States. So, like you said, we have a president now, Donald Trump, who, who not, you know, that's not just a campaign promise. I, re- I realize he promised it during the campaign, but my gosh, it's his duty 
and his responsibility to enforce the law as the chief executive of the United States. And what has been exposed here is the fundamental debate is really about the fact that the left in this country wants open borders. And they are using children and exploiting children to the point to where they don't care what dangers these kids go through on their trek here. They don't care whether or not the separation involves. Uh, and, and by the way, we got to make sure everybody understands that 90 percent of the unaccompanied minors or children coming to this country, 90 uh, percent of their uh, them are teenagers and above. And the teenagers that are alone are trekking here primarily because their parents, many of which are in this country already illegally, which means they were abandoned in Mexico. So the leftist has used a lot of propaganda here and to the point to where there's even conservatives that have piled on against President Trump. But, you know, the left really wants an open border society. And that's why we need when President Trump issued the executive order, it revealed the fact that they weren't happy with President Trump keeping families together. That wasn't enough for them. They weren't satisfied with that. Now, in addition to the left here in this country wanting open borders, a complete open border society, we find out that the, quote, future president of Mexico is saying that Mexicans and other, you know, people from south of the border have a human right to come into this country. We have an invasion here going on in this country and with the help of the left who don't want the rule of law enforced in this country. And they are trying to use children and play on the emotions of Americans to get it over on us. President Trump and, and the Republican Party have a battle. Yeah, but, you know, it's the, it's the Congress, the inept, uh, and, and we can sit back and blame Chuck Schumer if we want. We can blame the Democrats in Congress, but they don't have the power right now. The Constitution is very clear. Article 1, Section 8 says the Congress retains the authority for rules on naturalization. So it's the fact that the Congress uh, can't get their act together. It's like trying to get, uh, it's like trying to herd cats. Their inaction is added to the crisis. Look, the president can do some things through an executive order, and he did. I thought that was a brilliant strategic move uh, to counter the left's, you know, surprise, uh, whack job that they did. But that stemmed the PR bleeding uh, because they didn't have, when I say they, you know, the White, White House didn't, and I'm not, I don't mean Trump, but the White House, the people that he has around him are supposed to take care of this for him, didn't have an effective counter. And so they were getting clobbered with this. Yeah. You know, these fake pictures. And I realized it was all fake news, but it was still having an effect yeah. on the American people who were looking at this. And it was polling terribly in terms of um, uh, uh, separating families. And so you have to get out of that with a counter chest. Move, and that's why I thought what the president did was strategically brilliant. Uh, now it remains to be seen. It'll go back to the courts to, to figure out uh, what can happen here. Uh, the president's made it very clear he has not softened his stance on illegal immigration. He still has a zero tolerance policy. He'll keep the families together, and then he'll keep the families together in some sort of uh, uh, detention facility that's not a lockup, you know, pending their uh, deportation hearing. But I think some other things uh, need to be done as well. I mean, the Congress needs to expedite this process. Sometimes it's taking two years to get through a deportation case, and the backlog is extreme. That's got to stop. Okay, there has to be an expedited process, and the Congress has the authority to set that. Uh, an expedited process, uh, the president made it clear, catch and release is over. I don't know why they don't, uh, when they catch him at the border, turn him back. Well, that's I mean, what— People that... want to claim asylum, and that's a game, too, because if they're coming from El Salvador, if they're coming from Central America, 
or somewhere in South America, once they reach Mexico, that's their country of asylum. And that's where they should ask for asylum, not coming to the United States. Absolutely. Uh, You brought up a couple of really good points. In fact, as they came across Mexico, they passed, I think it was nine consulates and one embassy in which they could have stopped. Uh, the, The lower courts are part of the problem here because it used to be to where they were required to actually seek asylum in another country. Whatever their whatever that first country is, whether it's Mexico or, or wherever they're coming from, not come to our port of entry. I'm even hearing conservatives say all day long that come to our port of entry and seek asylum. See, that's where we get the trap. That's where the battering ram comes in, because once they get to our port of entry, then they're here. They're brought into a detention center. Then once they're on our soil, then we have people like Andrew Napolitano arguing that they have constitutional protections. And then we've got these lower court judges like Gee, who is the one here in, I think it was here in California, who um, said that it was, who's the one who came up with the catch and release. And then, and then, and then we have, uh, then we're in this litigation or legislation battle of, well, they're already here on our soil. What are we going to do? Round them up and deport them? That's the game. That's what's been played on us. And now we have millions in this country and then we've got then we've got DACA to deal with it and the argument is well they're here now and when DACA was was proposed to us we were told well it wasn't going to involve any DACA recipients who had been arrested well what 60 something thousand of DACA recipients have been arrested 10 of them are murderers so you know we've got a Republican party that was given the control of Congress in 2014 after the first flood, and they failed to do anything. Last week, they failed to get the conservative immigration bill through the House, and Jim Jordan said because the leadership didn't whip it. This is not only exposed the left's desire for an open border, but the Republicans' lack of desire to enforce the border laws. And now it's all on President Trump, who said today, uh, I think it was today or last night, they're here, we're going to deport them, no questions asked, no courts. Yeah, and there's a lot there. Let me dissect some of that. Uh, you're right. This was dumped into President Trump's lap. This was not a crisis of his doing, uh, but he's going to take care of it. He's not going to sit back like like his predecessors and whine about the problem and complain about the problem. Um, he's going to take care of it. It's just going to take some time. It's going to take some chess moves. Just like I like to say politics is chess, not checkers. You know, the fact that uh, the Republicans I don't want to hear from people on our side. When I'm talking our side, I'm talking about the conservative side. I don't want to hear about uh, Chuck Schumer this and they standing in a way because all McConnell has to do is get rid of that filibuster rule. My understanding, the Senate has over 500 bills that have been passed by the House that are sitting on his desk waiting for action. You know, and McConnell wants to to, uh, to keep this filibuster rule in place, which basically makes Chuck Schumer the de facto uh, Senate majority leader, even mm-hmm. though he's the minority leader. You know, he can hold up anything he wants. So I think it's uh, and, and, as, and as soon as this thing flips and eventually it will, where, where the Democrats will control all three chambers, the White House and, and both chambers in the the uh, the Congress. If you think they'll sit by and let this filibuster move stand in their way, well, then. You know, I want to know what I mean is toward you. I want to know what that person's smoking, because the, 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 as soon as the Democrats retain control, they're going to realize we're going to shove this down their throats. We're going to use a plunger and we're going to get it down and we're going to make this stuff happen. So McConnell yeah. has stuff with this nice guy, country club stuff. And, you know, can't we all just get along and, and make sure that the while they have the reins of power and the ability to do this. And many of these people in the Congress ran on illegal ending illegal immigration as a top priority here we are two years in 
And we're sitting here with nothing. And yeah, it's because they're more comfortable. Uh, they've been exposed that they're really Paul Ryan himself said when he was campaigning for Congress a few years ago, I view myself as a representative, not just of the American people, but of citizens in India. We we have a Republican Party that is full of open border amnesty dudes. And they pretended on the campaign trail to not be because they didn't have the reins of power. So they had the excuse in 2010, in uh, 2012, even and, and even in 2014 when they were given both houses of Congress that, well, we need the White House because we can pass legislation, but then Obama's just going to veto it. Always an excuse. And now their convenient excuse is the filibuster. And they're saying, well, we can't take that filibuster away because if the Democrats get in power, they'll use it against us. Well, what's the point of, of so you're not going to, let me understand this. You're not going to use your power because at some point down the road, somebody else might have power and use it against you. Fulfill the will of the American people who put you in office. Fulfill your campaign campaign promises and then you know what you'll keep power because exactly. you'll keep getting reelected, right exactly exactly that's precisely it and the president knows and he's made it clear that he needs more conservatives in congress he doesn't need more republicans he needs more conservatives because i believe that even if they had 60 gop members uh in the senate after the no- next november this coming november's election you still don't have you still have some soft republicans there and i still don't think that you have 60 so, you know, you'd probably need 85 to get to 60. And, of course, that 85 threshold of getting 85 uh, GOP members in the Senate it, it, is, is just a pipe dream. So the president knows what he's up against. Yeah. I think he's using the bully pulpit very effectively. Yes. Uh, I think he's putting the pressure on some of these individuals. Some of these are, uh, people are going to be up in, in close races. I want the GOP to retain the House and the Senate, the Senate more so because there's a chance that even before 2020, President Trump is going to get to nominate at least one and who knows, maybe two Supreme Court justices. Mm-hmm. So that chamber is that important. But if he wants any type of uh, the spending bill, the infrastructure uh, bill, so on and so forth, and he's got to have a friendly House of Representatives to do that. He's not going to get that from the Democrats. We're going to load it up with pork and uh, pay off to their special interests like the union. So yeah. there's a lot at stake. Yeah, uh, and, and you know I what? I will tell, obviously. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say um, there's a lot at stake, and but the the good news for, for President Trump in this is, yeah, I know that, uh, that the images didn't look good for the kid, you know, pictures and all that kind of stuff, but polling, I think the poll came out Friday, the YouGov poll, showed that the American people blamed the parents for any kids that were here that were involved sure. in this de- detention center uh, situation. And the American people want the border secure. The American people have not changed since they gave the majority to Congress in 2014. They want the border secure. One of the things President Trump did brilliantly was he flipped the narrative when he brought out the Angel families. 2,000 uh, kids, oh, yeah. 2,000 kids supposedly at the border that were separated, temporarily separated from his parents, ended up having control over our country for a while until President Trump brought out the Angel families who talked about their permanent separation and about how 65,000 Americans had been murdered by illegals in this country, leaving families devastated and permanently separated. And some of their stories, like their, a, a child who had been burned, his corpse had been burned, and another one that had been discarded in an artichoke. I mean, these were stories that would literally break your heart. And we, are, we have a Democrat party that doesn't seem to care about them. It's disturbing. No, and, you know, that's the political class. They're all in it together, uh, the Democrats and the Republicans. But 
I thought it was a, a, a piece of brilliant strategy as well, like you said, with the angel parents, uh, the angel moms, because the optics matter. The optics are important. And to swing public opinion, you know, one of the things that's important in politics, you have to keep public opinion on your side because public opinion still matters in this country. And the president knows that he's polling well in terms of his enforcement on the border and uh, to get a wall built and on uh, ending illegal immigration. He knows that, so he's playing that hand. I think he's playing it well. I think sending First Lady Melania Trump down to the border to visit one of these uh, child camps, I thought was another brilliant strategic move because the optics matter. Here's a mom herself, Melania Trump. Uh, You know, the the Democrats were hoping to gain the upper hand. These are all uh, political constructs for the November election. They need a heavy turnout of women, and so they they played that card with this uh, separating families. They also need a heavy turnout of blacks. That's why you're still seeing uh, some of this stuff go on in terms of this war on police. It's going on in Pittsburgh now. It was in Sacramento a while before. These are all political constructs. And I'm afraid that there are too many people on our side who don't even know what's going on. Okay, they're seeing something else or they're sensing something else. Um, the, the left has declared political warfare on the uh, conservatives, on America, not just conservatives, on America, you need effective tactics to counter that. And so we think that this is going to be done through debate and dialogue through those traditional institutions in the United States to determine public policy. But you got another thought coming because the Democrats, the left, they're going to force the issue. They don't care that they don't have power. They're going to seize power in these this um uh, campaign of menace type way. Guerrilla warfare is what I'm talking about. And, uh, you know, they have the media on their side. We know that. I don't whine about that. The media is nothing more than their propaganda machine to help with their uh, liberal ideology and to put out all this fake news, these fake stories, fake pictures, so on and so forth. But at least, and like I said, I'm, I don't complain about it, but I know what we're up against. Gosh darn it. Yeah. And like I said, these Traditional means of, of, of dealing with these things just aren't going to work this time. Well, how do we combat, last question for you, how do we combat this guerrilla warfare when we've got a, we've got a congresswoman who's literally calling for mobs? That's, to me, I, to me, I'm not seeing a whole lot of difference between her calling for mobs to harass members of the Trump administration than Michael Brown's parents who were, who were charged for inciting riots. We have a congresswoman well, who's calling for violence. Sure. First of all, uh, she's not just calling on that for the Trump administration. There's a dog whistle in there that people should do that to Trump supporters, organizations that support Trump, people that donate to Trump. That was a dog whistle call uh, in what she said. And, you know, I'm not going to sit up here and, and, and tell people, hey, you need to do this, you need to do that. You know, people are smart. I'll tell you what would happen if somebody uh, gathered a crowd and circled me at a filling station or at some other place to try to intimidate me. It wouldn't be very pretty. Okay, and I'll just leave it at that because the left's out there waiting to pounce on me about, oh, Clark said this, oh, he called for violence. No, I'm not. I'm calling for, I'm going to take care of myself in a reasonable fashion should that happen. But that's how I handle it. And everybody isn't able to do that. I get it. So people have to figure out. One of the things they have to do is be not afraid. Stay engaged. Stay involved. Make sure you vote. We need high numbers coming up in in, uh, uh, November. And right now, from some of these other special elections and some of the primaries going on on around the country, our numbers in the GOP side are down, the voting numbers. So we got to kick that back up. But in the end, this is a fight. This is a fight for this republic. 
And people have to ask themselves, what are you willing to do to save this republic? And that's something the individual has to answer. I know what my answer is. Well, I appreciate everything that you're doing to save this republic. Um, America's Sheriff David Clark with us today. And your website is dacenterprises.org, isn't it, Sheriff Clark? Yeah, people can go there and see what I'm saying, doing, and uh, keep up with me. And also my book, Cop Under Fire, I talk about a lot of these issues in that uh, that as well. You can get that on Amazon. All right. Thank you so much for being here, and thanks for all you do for our country. It is a pleasure to serve. All right. Bye-bye now. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Dennis Prager here. Summer is upon us, and many of you were looking to buy or refinance a home. I'm here with a man I have great respect for, Andy Stike of Purpose Funding. Andy, what's going on in the local housing market? So the interest rates are going up. It's no big secret. We're still finding that we're saving people a lot of money by consolidating debt, paying off student loans, paying off high-interest credit cards. We had one person saved 950 another 1100 and one client saved over $1,600 a month. So at Purpose Funding, you help people by saving them money? Yeah, that's really our whole purpose. We want to put ourselves in your situation, tell you exactly what we would do if it was us. So AM 1170 listeners, call Purpose Funding now to purchase a new home or refinance. 855-600-7633, 855-600-7633. Seventy-six thirty-three. Purpose funding. Eight five five six hundred seventy-six thirty-three. Gary number zero one eight six four one zero four. MS number two seven three two nine nine. This is Andrea Kay on behalf of Move America Forward. With July 4th, we celebrate our freedoms and pause to honor those who have served and are serving in our military. And when we send our thanks with a care package full of goodies, cookies, coffee, Gatorade, and personal care items, you get to send a personal note of thanks and encouragement to that soldier in Afghanistan, Iraq, North Korea, or even Africa who's risking it all right now. This is a powerful way to celebrate July 4th and show our gratitude. And right now, I'd like to challenge any special listener to donate $500 or more to send care packages to our troops for Independence Day. As a thank you, you can hang out with me live in studio during the Andrea K Show. Call now, 8557-TROOPS, 8557-TROOPS, that's 8557-TROOPS. Also, while supplies last, each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate to Richard Walker's Pancake House with locations in La Jolla and downtown San Diego. Call 8557-TROOPS or give online at am1170theanswer.com. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Francis had been serving as a missionary for 56 years and felt the same love at Sun Garden Terrace. When I walked in, I noticed that the clients and the staff had a very good relationship. Residents like Francis love all the activities, entertainment, and of course, the food. The food is an awful lot, and uh, I like to go to the art for everybody. You don't have to know anything. We have Bible classes. A lot of people come to sing every month, sometimes twice. 
like rhinestone grannies. And um, our laundry's done and put away. And my granddaughter said, I'd like to live here. I could have my clothes put away. Sungarden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit SunGardenTerrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. SunGarden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Call 619-464-CARE. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show, rolling into our final segment here, which is good because I, I am starving and I got some fried chicken at home that I have earmarked for my dinner. And I am looking forward to that. Hey, uh, thanks for being with me tonight. At the start of the show, we were talking, uh, I was talking about how uh, the left, they're pulling out all the stops because you know what? Nothing's worked so far. The, they tried lying and spying and cheating and deep stating. We, we've already talked about the lying and, and spying. I, I don't know how much we've talked about the spying, but got to get back to that um, because, you know, part of the reason why the focus turned towards the border last week and the children of illegal aliens was as a way to deflect. It was a way to try to attack President Trump and try to get at him and undermine him. And it was also a part of deflecting away from the biggest story that we have in this country, and that is the deep state. That is the deep state that is trying to undercut our Constitution and undercut every the very fabric of this nation. That cannot be overstated enough, the abuse of power that is going on and the weaponizing of the FBI and the DOJ. And there was continued stonewalling going on with Rosenstein, the acting attorney general, because our actual attorney general, who, you know, is getting a lot of kudos for the border, although we find out today, yeah, he's supposed to be doing such a bang-up job on on, uh, immigration. Well, I guess they're just actually not. They've actually dropped the prosecuting right now of the families that are here illegally. But getting back to the deep state and the weaponizing of the FBI and the DOJ, they uh, the IG report refused to name a couple of the people that were involved in the uh, the deep state and the cover-up of the Hillary Clinton email investigation. They pretended that it was they couldn't name these people because they were part of counterintelligence. There was an Agent 5 who was mentioned. Well, Mark Meadows outed this Agent 5, and who is she? Her name is Sally Moyer. She's 44 years old. She is a registered Democrat. She was originally identified as Agent 5 in the IG report. There was a series of messages between her and Agent 1, whom she was romantically involved in. We had another little love tryst going on, like Strzok and Paige. Uh, she was uh, tweeted as uh, messaging as saying, F Trump, and called, she's the one who called his supporters retarded. She's also, these were also the two agents that interviewed... Hillary Clinton back in July. You know, when she was brought in on July 4th and was never put under oath, she was also the agent who was in charge of deciding, and she was a part of the filtering group, i.e. it was her job, the one who was so blatantly, and this is why they didn't want her, her, her identity to be revealed, because she was the one who decided which information would be turned over and which wasn't. She was the one who decided which devices got turned over, and of course we know the ones that didn't. They were destroyed with hammers, right? So we're supposed to still believe that this IG report revealed that there was no bias? Christopher Ray? There was bias all over this. And it really begs the question, where is Jeff Sessions? Why has there not been recommendations of charges? Why has there not been a reopening of the Hillary Clinton email? We know an email investigation. Some of the charges 
uh, some of the uh, felonies that she's committed have aged out because of statute of limitations. And that's where that, I guarantee you that's what they're hoping is going to happen with the rest. But you know what? The American people, they could try to turn our attention down to the border, but ain't going to work because the American people are paying attention. You know what? So is President Trump. Uh, we're going to be right back here tomorrow night. Aren't we, DJ Carrot Sticks? It's 6 p.m. It's going to be Twitter Tuesday. Thank you to my guests here tonight, Jen Kearns. Thank you to Sheriff Clark. And thank you all. Love you. And we will be right back here tomorrow night at 6. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. If you look at U.S. labor conditions, the Trump tax cuts and the efforts at deregulation appear to be 